You're listening to Wild Love Podcast, the podcast where we answer the questions you have about the ins and outs of planning your most special day. To submit questions for the show, follow us on Instagram at Wild Love Podcast. This week, we talk to a fellow wedding photographer and newly married bride, Sade, about her experiences planning her wedding with her fiancé's help. Welcome to the first episode of the Wild Love Podcast. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Wildlife Podcast. Whether you're in the planning stages of your wedding or have just gotten married, it's so good to have you along. I'm Ethan, a wedding and commercial photographer and videographer based in Nelson, New Zealand. I'm your host and I'm looking forward to getting to know you over the coming months. For the first episode, I decided we'd have a chat about involving your partner in the planning of your wedding. I know for a lot of people this can be a really stressful part of the planning process, so I'm really glad to introduce Sade, who's going to share some of her experiences and wisdom on this and a couple of other topics throughout the show. Sade is a photographer from Auckland and has also recently gotten married, so Sade, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. It's great to have you. So I met Shadi through Facebook. Um, I put up a, a post about this very podcast, and she happened to be the first to respond. So Shadi, just in- introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Um, well, I'm Shadi. I'm based in Auckland. I am the owner and operator of Genesis Photography. Um, I love shooting weddings. In fact, feels like my whole life is weddings, especially <laughs> this year, seeing as I've been planning my own. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited to be a part of this and hopefully help some other brides-to-be and grooms-to-be out there. Yeah, awesome. So tell us, how, how, how long have you been married, Shadow? When did you guys get married? I have been married now for about a month and a week, <laughs> so so we're pretty fresh there. Uh, we were married on the seventh of July, awesome. uh, which is yeah, it's it was a fantastic day. Obviously, winter wedding, you're a little bit uh, you know on tender hooks. Is it going to be a great day? Is it going to be rain? I don't yeah, know. Of but we had a fantastic day. We had a beautiful sunny day, hardly any wind. It was it was fantastic and. Um, yeah, so now I get to be married to the love of my life. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> Hasn't totally sunk in yet, but, you know, <laughs> sure it will soon enough. From my experience, it kind of takes that first kind of six months for things to really, really sink in. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, a, it's an exciting time. And obviously I predominantly shoot weddings. I do a lot of commercial stuff as well. But my kind of the bulk of my business is, is weddings and I... Um, I really love them. A, a big thing for me is kind of trying to make my um, clients kind of as at ease as possible when it comes to that whole planning stage because I know for a lot of people um, there is a huge amount of stress around it. Um, yeah. And and I think, yeah, for me, this, this podcast is a really cool way to kind of not just reduce that stress on my clients but also to kind of help out people that, that aren't my clients or people that, are, that you know, don't even know who I am but are kind mm-hmm. of finding those... Um, those things are a little bit hard to tackle because obviously most people only get married one time. Um, so it's, it's not like it's the sort of thing that you kind of really get. Um, don't get a second go at it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, you, you want to get it right the first time. And, and for some people, obviously there's, there's questions around the, the whole planning process that 
the, the, the kind of finding answers to isn't that easy. Uh, so I thought this would be a really cool way to kind of get some more information out there and, uh, and you know, help some people out. As you know, Sade, the first episode is about involving your partner in the planning of your big day. Uh, I know for some of my brides, this is a really tough topic, so I thought it'd be a great place to start. How much involvement did your partner have in the planning process? Well, uh, <laughs> it's an interesting one. I think traditionally um, the way people look at it is that often the bride is the one who kind of takes the lead. Um, I guess in a way a lot of women have been dreaming about this opportunity and this day yeah, probably since they were they were tiny, you know. Yeah. Um, it's kind of ingrained into us from an early age uh, that this is the best, you know, going to be the biggest and best day of your life. So Yeah, the, the big um, princess dress <laughs> and everyone's looking at you. And... <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's sort of, you know, it's, it's, it's the kind of day that girls do look forward to. And then when it comes around, I think, the pressure to get it right is is immense. Um, yeah, whereas, you know, men don't really have that kind of pressure or that kind of, um, well, they don't have the word wedding in their their head since they're you know <laughs> they're yeah, a little yeah. boy. So, <clears throat> so I think naturally women do kind of take on that role once the ring is on their finger. They kind of think, okay, I'm kind of going to be taking the charge on this, which yeah. isn't a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but I think it is, while it's natural, um, you know, the world is changing, it is good to kind of um, even out the playing field as much as we can. And if, you know, your fiancé is really happy to be involved and wants to be thoroughly involved, then that's awesome. But as for my wedding, um, definitely I took the lead on most things. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was more of a case of I had a clear kind of, Pinterest uh, <laughs> related view of what I wanted and then I had to sort of factor and budget and look at what was available locally and then I would go to my fiance with options and have him give his input on the options yeah uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a, and that's what he wanted so. yeah I mean that's that's the thing I mean like when my wife and I have been married for four years now and um, I know for us like I the whole planning thing for both of us is kind of a bit of a haze at this stage, but I do very distinctly remember that I wasn't particularly involved in a lot of the decisions. Um, I think basically I, I chose my suit and that was about it. Um, I think that was for me largely because uh, my wife did come to me with a couple of options for things and I gave her stupid answers, so she just <laughs> didn't involve me from there. Um, yeah. Which is probably, yeah, I thought the ideas were great, but I don't think she did. Um so I think that kind of ruled me out um, of any any big decisions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think for, for my fiancé, it wasn't so much um, him not wanting to give input as to giving him far too – if I gave him too many options, there was almost no point asking. So, you know, instead of asking him what colours do you envision for this day, it would be me going to him going, okay, do yeah. you want rose gold and green or rose gold, gold and purple or – whatever and if i think half the time he probably didn't really care but he he's a, such a sweetheart he kind of made the um the effort to appear interested when i did ask him yeah yeah you mentioned that for most girls weddings are ingrained from an early age and obviously a huge part of getting married is having someone to marry and it's it's not something you can really do on your own 
Well, well, actually, then again, Nicole on Shorten Street married herself, so again. I suppose it is possible. Iconic, I mean, yeah. Obviously, I, I don't have a lot of experience with this because my wife and I were both so relaxed and I had not much to do with the planning. But bringing someone else in to that whole process, you've got to obviously take into account their their thoughts, what they're, they're wanting, what they've been thinking about and stuff. How did that kind of work with you guys? Well, I think... Uh... Essentially, I knew what my husband was actually going to be interested in when it came to the planning. That was the cake <laughs> um, and the food. <laughs> Again, important. Yeah. And also, you know, anything to do with um, looking after um, his friends and uh, making sure that everyone had a great time, you know, that that was important to him as well. So yeah. right from the get go, um, I said to him, the wedding cake is entirely your responsibility. I'm not going to touch anything cool. to do with the cake besides recommend the person that we're going to use. <laughs> yeah. Um, only because I knew um, she was a family friend of ours and I knew that she would do a great job. So essentially we went to meet the caker. I kind of, I, it was kind of hard for me to sit there and like not say anything, but I did, I think I did personally, I think I did really well. Um, so I said to him, you're deciding the flavors, what it looks like. And he worked with the cake and you know, that the cake actually turned out fantastic. Um, the, the flavors were a little different. We had, um, chocolate and mint and then lemon and gin on the top, which I think maybe uh, the caker's influence might have been in the top tier there, I, but I chocolate like and mint was his thing. Mm, um, and our cake did have uh, some Doctor Who elements <laughs> in it. No. Um, <laughs> it may have had some uh, Gallifreyan on the top of the cake, which was entirely his influence, obviously. Um, but actually, in the end, it looked fa and tasted fantastic. It was one of the best parts of the whole day. So awesome. I can't take credit for that yeah. at all. He really took the uh, took that and ran with it. Um, and then, um, obviously, with his groomsmen, I made suggestions as to, you know, we should really give them a gift on the day besides from their suit. Nice. You know, what would you like to give them? So the boys all ended up with um, Marvel-themed socks and gadgets and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, nice. that, was, <laughs> that worked out quite well. Um, and I guess, I guess in the grand scheme of things, I just tried to keep him as involved as was necessary um, yeah. because I knew that overloading him with too many details would be a problem. And also because, you know, he has a, he has a very, very... Um, busy job. Um, right. not that I don't, but I mean, obviously <laughs> running a business yeah. isn't easy, but, um, I really wanted to kind of almost give him this wedding as like a token of my love from me and just put as much of my heart and soul into it. And, awesome. you know, um, really show him what I could do, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've yeah. kind of bit me to my next question about relinquishing those areas of planning to him. So other than the cake, did you give him anything else? Kind of any other major decisions he could take charge of? <laughs> to be honest, not a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, um, definitely any major vendor that we met with, he would, I, I, really needed him to be there because he often does think of questions that wouldn't occur to me, often logistical kind of questions. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything major, I needed him there. Otherwise, if it was little details like who was going to supply our flower wall or um, 
the kind of like props to go with the flower wall. And I kind of just, I just, I would show him, yeah. I'd be like, Hey babe, look what I've bought. Look what I've ordered. And he'd go, yeah, Oh, that's yeah. great. You know? <laughs> and I think that was, I think he was happy with that level of involvement. Definitely. I think that's good. I mean, I, what I've noticed with a couple of my brides is, is there's almost that desire to not have their partner involved with certain aspects. Mm. Um, and I, I'm guessing, um, I haven't asked, but I'm assuming that it's just because, you know, like we've said, they've, they've got this idea, they don't want to stray from it and having to consider um, <laughs> any any potentially mm. um, conflicting alternatives isn't isn't ideal. But yeah, so I mean, that's, yeah, I mean, that's cool. I mean, it's, it's kind of cool that you guys had that, that ability to be able to give him the cake, let him deal with that, and then you <laughs> yeah. can kind of just deal well, with everything else. Yeah. That's how we ended up with Doctor Who on the cake, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's, some, that's something that never would have happened if it was just me involved. And actually a lot of people, oh, okay, a lot of our male guests appreciated <laughs> it. So um, nice. I think, yeah, um, certainly if I could, um, I don't think I would change anything in terms of his level involvement because he really came in at the right time. And um, when I needed the support, he was yeah. there, you know, had I actually wanted to offload a whole bunch of stuff onto him, he would have taken it. I know um, he probably would have really, I don't know how he would have dealt with it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but you can hear him laughing in the background, um, but he's um, he, he would have, he would have definitely taken it on. And yeah. done his best, and I think that that's a, probably a, a good sign for the rest of our marriage as well. It's a good good omen. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say so. One of the um, really surprising things that came out of me and my husband debriefing about our wedding day, um, and actually it caused a little bit of friction between us because was um, he actually mentioned that um, he. Well, I noticed he had lost a bit of weight in the lead up to the wedding and afterwards. It turns out we reckon it was about eight kilos, which is quite a lot. I said to him, what are you doing? Like, what are you not, why are you not eating properly? Like, I see what you eat. You seem to be fine. Go eat some more mince and cheese pies or something. Like, what's wrong with you? He said, oh, you know, I actually think, I think it was wedding stress. And I... I, I had a pretty bad reaction to that because <laughs> the amount of work <laughs> yeah. and stress that I had had in the lead up to the wedding, um, it was it was crazy. And where's my weight loss? Well, hey, I think I, picking, I put on picking weight. Picking a cake is a big responsibility, though. <laughs> it, it isn't. But you know what? I So I scoffed. Like, you know, I was – I thought, you know, no way. But, and in turn, he got a bit offended because he said, no, you know, like, you don't realise um, – the amount of pressure that I was under because yes, you did all the planning and the organizing and um, communicating with the vendors, but I was marrying you. I had asked you to marry me. I know that you've been planning or thinking about this day since you were five years old and the pressure there uh, to ensure that you got what you wanted and I helped you reach that goal um, was really it had a really, really big effect on him. And I, I actually hadn't even thought about it, which it sounds horrible, but I had, I took some time and I had, I, I thought, actually you're right. Because on the day, not only the lead up, but on the day he was responsible for making sure everything flowed. Yeah. And I kind of just turned up on the day. Um, yeah. and I think he did, re- he did tremendously. Like he did a fantastic job, but I didn't actually realize the amount of the effect that it had on him. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, I'm really not too happy about this weight loss because <laughs> the, the, the thinner he is, the bigger I look. So we're working on evening that out at the moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, I at the end of the day, like he did a fantastic job and just made me love him even more than I thought was possible, the way that he helped and the way that things worked out on the day. And yeah, he's I'm a, I'm a very lucky woman. He's an amazing man. Yeah. No, I mean, he's, he, he definitely sounds like a catch. <laughs> yeah, he definitely is. Um, I've definitely photographed some weddings um, where it's quite it's quite clear the level of involvement um, from one of the halves is maybe not as intensive as the other. Um, that's normally evident by turning up on the day and normally I'll shoot the gentleman first and the maybe the groom just has no idea what's going on (laughs) it happens and you kind of and before i was before i planned my own wedding and got married i was like how how have you got to this point and not even know on what time anything's happening like it was freaky but you know then on the opposite end of the scale there were some grooms i would turn up and they were literally setting up the venue um one groom I had, he's a lovely guy, um, him and his groomsmen were setting up flowers for the reception um, and they were putting in such delicate effort and like, I know this flower has to go with this one, you know, the um, the bride really wants it to look this way. Yeah. And that was just warmed my heart, you know. Um, yeah, definitely. But you know, you know what? In both instances, everything turned out perfect because, yeah. <laughs> because I think um, you kind of plan, you know what you're, partner's personality is like going into this and so maybe the brides who had the husband who wasn't quite as involved they kind of put in an exerted amount of effort to make sure that everything went well um or maybe they didn't and it just kind of came together anyway because (laughs) (laughs) let's face it like once you know so you get once you say the i do's and that part's over everything else is just icing on the cake i guess isn't it yeah absolutely it's a it's a really good point that you raised about kind of um well you mentioned about the the groom the helping i did a summer wedding last season and um just the most incredible couple um so i've known them for a few years just around town they used to own a little clothing boutique here um loveliest couple but i went out to the venue the day before um just to kind of get some detail shots because i knew it'd be a super busy day and um you know all the grooms were out there the guys right there well when i got there they were riding around on a trailer on the property but once that all finished you know they were up there kind of climbing up the ladders hanging up the you know the chandeliers and stuff and it was um yeah it was, it was cool to see i mean because i've definitely been in the same sort of position as you kind of turned up to to venues and stuff and it's just a few kind of hired help there to yeah. up. so which you know it works and i mean if it's i mean i, I can definitely see the the benefit to kind of hiring people to come in and do it for you and get it all done and get it done right and stuff Hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's always cool to kind of see those, the grooms kind of getting in and getting their hands Mm. dirty, so to speak. Mucking in. Yeah. Yeah, And I think as, as well, like when you do getting, Hey, if you can afford a wedding planner, man, all power to you. If I had to do it again, I probably would hire someone, but (laughs) I think there's something really special that comes with like a personal touch to your day. Even if that is the boys, you know, mucking in and, and getting things set up. Um, so yeah, I mean, our wedding, we did, I basically had a hand in everything until the day of, but on the day of the wedding, when my husband and I were off having our photos, the groomsmen, it's like they kind of 
went into like they turned into the Marvel characters. Like (laughs) they were superheroes. They they because we had to set up our whole venue and we actually had to pack it down before we left so we wouldn't be charged for another day. They got everything packed down. They were like getting everyone, ordering everyone to help. Like that was, you know, in the bridal party and they got all of our glasses washed. They got all the decorations packed away, everything in cars. So, and so we didn't have to worry about it. I mean, they were fantastic. So I think when it counts, the men kind of, they do, they like having things to do, don't they? <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, they nice, like have... <laughs> it's nice to kind of not be left wondering what, what to do. <laughs> I went to a wedding as a guest for the first time in years. Um, about six months ago, it was my my nephew's wedding, and it was the most uncomfortable thing to be sitting there not doing anything. Um, so the mother of the, the mother of the bride gave me the uh, the job of DJing, so <laughs> which I have never done before, and probably will never do again. But you know, gave me something to do. So I mean, yeah, I, I think it's the thing. Guys just don't necessarily like not doing yeah. something. They like to have their mm-hmm. you know have something in their hands and being able to to kind of help out in some way. But at least intense. if you're in a loose end now, you can uh, DJ as well as photo that's, and video. It'll be like a nice it. package, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a pretty decent home theatre system. I can just take that, set it up, and I'm away. Yeah, um, exactly. But that's intense. I think that's having a good... a... Sorry, you, you go. It's right. I was just going to say, I think that's a really um, good tip for anyone out there who is planning the, for the day. Just even if you can give your, your future husband and his groomsmen just a list of things they need to do, as men, they will kind of just, they like knowing what's going on. And they they know that as long as they get that list done, they're going to be fine. So, if you know, get it down on paper, make sure they have that. And then I think the rest is just down to them. Yeah. So in your experience with your you know, planning, obviously being, being part of a, a bunch of weddings, photographing them, what do you think are kind of uh, you know, a few key areas to to consider a few key tips for people that are in that planning stage to keep in mind. I think one thing that is really um, just important is just checking in with everybody um, and keeping the lines of communication open um, with your bridal party, with your uh, vendors especially. Um, A good vendor will always contact you at certain increments to make sure that everything's on track and they know where they need to be and that kind of thing. Yeah. But but if they're not, that's something to think about. Why are they not doing that? Yeah. And also maybe keep that line of communication open yourself. It'll just, not only will it make the day flow more smoothly, it'll also make you feel better. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know that in my planning situation, whenever I spoke to one of my vendors and locked something else down and crossed something off the list, it just kind of just lifted something off my shoulders um, and it was like one more step (laughs) toward getting everything sorted. Um, Another thing I'd recommend is um, meet the vendors that you're, you're dealing with um, if you can, obviously um, people who are playing smaller parts in your day, maybe it's not as important, but definitely you need to meet your photographer. You need to meet, potentially with your um, caker, definitely with the people who are going to be running the reception for you. Yeah. Um, because you want to make sure that they gel with the idea that you have for your day, no matter how relaxed it's going to be. Um, and that they're really, um, I guess, going to feel like a sense of responsibility towards yeah, your day. Um, so that, I mean, that's something that I always find one of the best parts of um 
being a part of someone's wedding as a photographer is actually meeting them for the first time. Yeah. Because I mean, I've never had this not happen. Every time uh, I've met one of my brides and grooms, I've always felt like a click. Yeah. And you kind of it gets you excited, and I think, um, just yeah, just meet just meet the people that you're going <laughs> to be dealing yeah. with for, for so many months if you can manage it. Um, and I think that can be really hard sometimes because I know for me, I shoot kind of half of my weddings out of town. Um, and like logistically going and meeting everyone, if I'm shooting a wedding in Auckland or in Wellington, Christchurch, places like that, to kind of go and meet them every time is really hard. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the sort of thing I do travel quite a lot for, for other weddings. So if I go down to Christchurch, I'll meet with other brides that I'm, you know, shooting down there at the same time. But even, um, I think, you know, obviously, obviously meeting people is a great way. Email's fine, but it's, it doesn't really have that personal touch. Even if it's just like FaceTiming or Skyping with mm. them for, for half an yeah. hour, 45 minutes or whatever, exactly. that makes a massive difference. Eh? Totally. Just that face-to-face time, if it's digital or in person, either or I think is good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, from a photography point of view, I think one really great tip would be, you know, if there's a little bit extra or maybe it's free in your package with whoever you've chosen, have the engagement shoot because yeah. um, it's such a fantastic opportunity, not only, only to meet the photographer and, you know, start a rapport, but actually get some experience um, and a bit of a taste of what it's going to be like on the day. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Those photos, they, you know, you definitely look back on them and um, enjoy them, but I think the experience of actually – you know, learning what your photographer's style is and, you know, um, maybe even just getting a little bit of confidence up is always uh, not a bad idea. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's for me, I think um, I probably don't push engagement shoots as much as I should. Um, I think it's it's a really, really good way to, like as you said, get comfortable with your, your photographer. But a lot of people aren't that comfortable in front of um, the camera in general. So I think it's it's a great way for your photographer to be able to get uh, kind of get you at ease and just kind of for you to get familiar with how they um, how they operate and stuff as well as yeah it's, I think it's also a really good opportunity before you've booked your photographer to kind of trial them and make sure you're actually happy with with the work because obviously it's um, you want to be it's like we said at the start it's kind of one of those things you only really get married once generally so having um, having things as perfect as possible is, is ideal. Mm. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, I've always had a big feeling of responsibility towards my brides. I know that it's, it's the biggest day of their life. Um, what's meant to be, and you want to capture it, um, in a way that's going to, um, you know, really bring back awesome memories for them for the rest of their life. So, um, now that I'm married and I've had my wedding, it's just like that sense of responsibility has doubled because now I've been there. I know what it feels like. Yeah. I know how far, I know how fast that day goes. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah. I know I, even now um, going into the next season, like that feeling of um, responsibility towards my clients. It's just, it's just going to be tenfold, I think. Yeah, definitely. So I know that it's not, directly related to the topic of this top uh, podcast but i did have a question earlier um through instagram and it was around the uh, why i suppose a lot of people call it the wedding tax you know everything's you, you look at the mm. pricing for weddings and i as i said it's, it's not directly related to this whole this whole topic but it's kind of related to the whole planning stuff um yeah and i i honestly can't remember what we paid for a lot of stuff when we when we got married um 
But how did you find you know, kind of the whole planning thing and managing managing your budget? Mm. Did you manage to stick with it you know, fairly well? I know a lot of my brides tend to run over um, pretty easily, and obviously it's super easy to run over a budget. Um, I do yeah. it every week. Um, but, but yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, well, I mean, without opening a can of worms over the whole wedding tax thing, which is just like a whole other yeah. kettle of fish, um, <laughs> I could talk about that one for hours and hours. <laughs> um, but I mean, we, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Um, we were planning to originally spend 12K on our wedding, which is extremely modest. I think we ended up at about 16K. Um, and again, that's still extremely modest. I think the average yeah. Kiwi wedding now is like 30K, which is ridiculous. It's, um, it's outrageous. I mean, some of them, yeah. It is outrageous. And, but you know what? Some people have that money and <laughs> they want to spend that amount of money. That's their, that's their business. And wow, I mean, good for them. Um, but <laughs> definitely the budget for me was a big one. I had my, my Excel spreadsheet and I was working out how much money we could realistically save in a yeah. year and then how much money we could prop like actually save in a year. <laughs> like, do you know, it, yeah. it was, yeah. it was pretty intense because, um, I knew I did not want to be paying for my wedding after the fact. Yeah. Um, so I, w we worked out together how much we thought we wanted to spend, we then, you know, kind of sanity checked and realized we were going to have to be a little bit more generous <laughs> and spent a little bit more just to get those, a few of those kind of trimmings that everyone would like to have. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in the end, um, I think we did well. We paid for everything in cash leading up to the day because we, I think we really reined in on a lot of things. Um, clearly for me, it was really, really important to spend good money on a photographer um, and on video, which we did, um, the outcome of which was fantastic. Uh, we had Anna from Blush Photography do our photos, and she's an amazing photographer. Nice. Uh, highly recommend her. And we also had uh, Michelle from Happy Shutter do our video, and again, um, fantastic work. So there's no regrets there. And, I mean, obviously, to anyone I'm going to recommend, spend the money there if you can. Yes. Um, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little bit biased for both of it's us. It's a but little bit it's, biased. Um, but I, I, I totally yeah. agree. I mean, it's it's yeah. pretty much all you've got left. Apart from your wedding dress, it's, it's kind of the main yeah. thing you have left after the day yeah. that you're going to hold on to. So um, Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to – I know with, with us, we had a, a really small budget. I know that much. I think we ended up spending about 10 on ours uh, we yeah. didn't, didn't have a big, big wedding at all um but the bulk of the money went on the photographer and we were super happy um yeah that we, that we kind of spent that um exactly with with regards to the question around the the wedding tax i i have a really easy way to sum it up um so it's kind of an asymmetric information flow so really mm. you, you go to the supermarket on a regular basis right you buy tomatoes cucumbers all that sort of stuff you so you know roughly what it should cost mm. um whereas getting married Typically, people don't do it that often. <laughs> no, um, so yeah. kind of knowing mm. what those prices sh should be is really hard, um, and I think that's why it's really important to keep a you know a constant flow of information between you know your your vendors and and you know when you're looking for vendors, having talks open talks about pricing. Um, yeah, but there's also another thing to consider. Obviously, if um, I, I'm sure it's the same with you, you and me. If if I'm doing a corporate you know a corporate gig, a, a you know an event or something it's a lot looser on what I can do. Yeah. Um, whereas for a wedding, obviously 
it's it's a one shot thing you don't get a chance to redo it it's it's the most important day for a lot of people so there's a lot yeah. more pressure so i think um Definitely. without wanting to kind of um step in it too much the the reason that typically wedding stuff costs more is because there's a lot more pressure on vendors to make it as perfect as possible as they can for you i couldn't agree more um i mean we we're all on social media we see the the posts all the time about this like um you know wedding tax um yeah. i say it like that because <laughs> you know it's 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 not really a myth, but it kind of is. Um, the thing is, at the end of the day, as vendors, as wedding vendors, we are responsible, especially as photographers, geez, for, for capturing the best day of your life and quite possibly the most expensive day of your life. So, well, actually, definitely, definitely, yeah, And besides from buying a house. But at least you get to live in that house forever, right? Well, that's true. Um, so... The, while there may seem to be a little bit of a um, price hike on some of those services, one of the one of the main reasons there is is because you can't have a do over. Yeah, it's literally it. You, you can't have a do over. The amount of pressure is enormous, um, and really, um, the vendors need to be paid accordingly. That's that's about it, really. Um, also, you're paying for the masses and massive of experience and expense yeah, that absolutely. your vendors will have got, you know, uh, accumulated um, getting to that point where they are qualified to um, perform on the day. Um, and I can tell you it ain't cheap and it no. takes a long time. Yeah. It takes a long time. Um, I think as well... Um, if most people had a breakdown as to what, for, for example, photographers um, make on a wedding, they would actually be shocked um, because I know a lot of beautifully, uh, you know, talented photographers who are not even breaking even because they are still trying to get to a point where um, their gear, um, all of their equipment, uh, their training, um, and just the amount of setup costs and time it takes to be ready to photograph weddings, they're still, get, you know, um, trying to break even there. Yeah. <laughs> so and it's... Yeah, and that's yeah. a really good point. I mean, I was talking to a... So I was doing the video for a wedding a few weeks back. Um, well, a couple of months ago. It was my last wedding for this past season. And the photographer is a, is a friend of mine. I've known her for years. And we were just talking about... Um, about pricing and stuff and kind of the breakdown and we we worked it out or she worked it out for her that she was kind of making around fifteen dollars an hour once you factor in you know forty hours of editing and stuff um so it's kind of one of those things that that in a lot of cases um there's not even kind of that living wage being made um, oh god the editing let's not even start on the editing <laughs> yeah that's uh, that's another whole topic yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> we could spend hours on that one too <laughs> yeah definitely yeah yeah no it's um i if i had my way that wedding tax kind of uh that whole thing would just go away <laughs> but it's not going to it's a yeah. bit of a trend at the moment but you know yeah. the price of living the price of living at the moment is astronomical so everything else is going to inflate too especially up there in you auckland know. i mean nelson i know is getting expensive but i, I don't yeah. envy anyone that lives in auckland right now no it's it's a struggle definitely um you know it's 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 tricky because you you do want to provide um, people with a service that they um, can afford, um, but also um, you need to eat. 
<laughs> yeah. Cool. So, I mean, obviously that was completely off topic, but I, I thought it would be good to answer that question um, while I've got someone else to talk to. Well, yeah, it's a hot topic. It's it's definitely making yeah. the rounds at the moment. It's in the news. You know, you can't really avoid it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... um. It's yeah, it's it's hard to ignore. Yeah, <laughs> but, for sure. Uh, yeah. So before we go, um, I know you gave us some tips and stuff before. Is there anything else you can think of? I mean, I'll I'll just give one um that I think is really important and that I've kind of um experienced from the from the vendor side of things, but it's when it comes to to kind of you know, coming into the towards the end and starting to nail down times and stuff. I think a really important thing is to be realistic with time. Um, what I've noticed is that every so often I find uh, a timeline is sent to me or a, a schedule sent to me that is just super over the top and is not not realistic. You wouldn't have liked me then. Um, not yeah, not 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 pointing any fingers, of course. But um, I I think being realistic with time is really important. And I mean, like I think like I mentioned the the bride before that kind of give me exact times to be places and stuff like that which you know is fine if you can make it work great but um so obviously I mentioned earlier about the bride that you know had times you know exact times to be places and stuff which if you can make that work then that's great um but I think for a lot of people that's not like super realistic um if you can kind of like keep things to the half hour even the even kind of 15 minute blocks is really good um you know so that way your people are there. There's a little bit of flexibility. And you also have to factor in that typically the, the bride is going to be late. <laughs> um, I've, I've only ever encountered, you know, kind of scheduling for a late bride once. Yeah. Um, most people plan to be there on time, but it just never happens. Um, I, I think the only wedding that I've ever shot um, that the bride was actually on time was it was a an Iraqi wedding uh, here in Nelson. Uh, and that was another incredible couple. I think they, they uh, well, I've got a, a, another story about them for, for a bit later. But they, um, I know for them, like, being being on time, being scheduled was super important. Um, which I thought was a little ironic because most of the family were doctors. And <laughs> I think everyone knows that doctors are never on time with anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, they were, they were great. I mean, they were on time. That was... Um, I, I shot that wedding at the, I don't know if you, have you ever been to Nelson? I have not been to Nelson since I was a wee girl. <laughs> okay. So you probably, you might, you might not know this venue. So there's this incredible venue, um, which I don't think is taking bookings at the moment, but it's uh, called Mahana Estates. Yep. Um, it's gorgeous. It's an absolutely incredible venue. Um, but they've got this beautiful grass roof on their cellar door. Aww. And we thought it'd be awesome to go up there and, and get some shots at sunset, you know, on the, on the grass roof, looking over the, over everything. And someone, I'm, I'm pretty sure it wasn't me, but it might've been, um, <laughs> stood, stood on a wasp's nest. Oh my um, gosh. And we had wasps everywhere. Wasps went up our pant legs, up the, you know, got all caught in the, um, the dress. And it was, it was just a painful mess. Um, it's quite funny to look back on now, but at the time no one was particularly happy. There was a, a lot of yelling and tears. Oh my but, goodness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but despite that, so the, they're the only brides that I've ever, I've ever encountered. Well, she's sorry. She is the only bride I've ever encountered to be on time. Um, so I think kind of being, being realistic and not, not scheduling the hell out of the day. Yeah. Um, 
just kind of key things at those 15 minute blocks is, is a really good way to kind of keep everyone a bit more relaxed and not quite as on edge as they perhaps could be definitely um but yeah. <laughs> yeah i definitely i if you can believe it i was actually on time for my wedding um wow. which is me that's my personality um i'm never never late so i think um the problem with that was that uh my some of my uh guests assumed i would be late so when i arrived other people were still arriving um so ah. um yeah maybe being on time is not always um you know maybe just yeah relax a little bit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't do what yeah. i did yeah because a few people um they you know they saw the the whole the whole thing before i'd even walked in the church so <laughs> you know if, oh, it's no. it's okay to be a little bit late um yeah yeah um i guess if i had like one last kind of bit of a you know a tip i guess you could call it for any bride or groom um is that the things that people say will definitely happen they really do happen um people are not going to rsvp on time uh they will leave it to the last minute they will (laughs) they will say they're coming and at the last minute they will drop out that will happen that will happen um people will do no shows at your wedding it will happen (laughs) um you will have people show up who were not invited it will happen. The, the, the thing is, yeah. all of those things, at the end of the day, they don't mean anything because once those rings go on and your husband and wife or husband and husband or wife and wife, that's it. You know, that you've, you've achievement yeah. unlocked. <laughs> you know, you've got to, yeah, definitely. You've, you've got done what you came there to do and being with that person who means so much to you and um, finally being able to, call them your spouse and um, create a family with them is the most important thing. And you won't yeah. care about all the other little details. So, yeah, definitely. you know, I think that's the, the most important thing to come out of it. Cool. Awesome. Well, I, I think we might leave it there. Yeah, we got a bit we're philosophical about, there, didn't we? About, <laughs> yeah, we're about an hour. I think we've... Um, I think we've covered kind of a lot of that and obviously a lot of stuff that I didn't plan to cover, but I mean, That's all right. while we're here, we may as well talk about it. Why not? Um, yeah. So what I'll do is, is if you hit us with your website and your Instagram and stuff, obviously I'll link it in the, the show description below or above, depending yep. on where you're listening. Um, so obviously check out um, Shade. I'll link um, your videographer and photographer as well. So if anyone wants to, mm-hmm. to check out them, they can... They can do that. And of course, me as well. I'm, I'm happy to travel. Um, yeah. <laughs> I do video as well. <laughs> Go on. So yeah, <laughs> take your own your Instagram. <laughs> uh, anyone who wants to follow me, you can find me at Genesis Photography NZ. So G-E-N-E-S-I-S Photography NZ on all the things. Mm-hmm. Facebook, Insta. Um, be happy to have you along for my journey and this next season coming up. I think it's honestly going to be the best one yet. Awesome. Cool. And of course, you can find me at With Love New Zealand. Uh, that's on Instagram and Facebook. Um, yeah. So in the meantime, if you enjoyed the show, by all means, like and subscribe. I don't know if you can subscribe here, can you? Follow. <laughs> no, you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, don't you? Oh, man. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, all those places. Subscribe. I don't know if you can like us, like us, but also leave a, a five star review. It's it's really helpful on the on the business end of things. Don't have to say anything fancy, just um, that five-star review. Leave a nice comment if you can. If you don't like the show, 
maybe email me, don't leave a one-star <laughs> review because that does not help. <laughs> um, so you can also find me at withlovefilm.com um, or ethanwilliams.nz. Uh, but yeah, until next time, I'm Ethan. I'm Sade. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for joining us, Sade, and we hope to talk with you again soon. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Cheers, Ethan. Awesome. See ya. Thanks for listening to Wild Love Podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Wild Love Podcast.